Hi, welcome to An Epiphany with Tiffany. My name is Tiffany, and this is my podcast. Today, I have a special guest with me, and we're going to talk about communication, because of course, I keep talking about it, so why not? But first, before we get started with that, I'm going to let him introduce himself. Take it away. Oh man, the pressure's on. Yeah, it's I thought yeah, I thought you were gonna introduce me. <laughs> All right, so my name is my name is Josh. Um, I am probably your oldest friend, at least one of. At least I one mean, of. Other than family, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, and Ashley. <laughs> and Ashley, yeah, yeah, Ashley. yeah. So, yeah, I've known you for oh my gosh, twenty years we go back to preschool and now granted we weren't always around mm-hmm. we weren't uh, there was definitely hiatus especially since you started homeschooling before i did mm-hmm. um i didn't get homeschooled until i think it was probably 10 11 um yeah and then the homeschool group that i was with wasn't even wasn't even connected with oh no no we were in v- uh, vicio yeah you guys were um but we never we never came to any of the things we just needed the representation um representation right <laughs> uh and then and then we started doing Juana and i was like oh, well, oh hey look it's oh, you it's my, yeah so <laughs> it's you old friend and then we were lits so oh my god that, oh geez good memories right good times so, kind was, of there was a lot i definitely of i definitely don't resent being in Juana yeah. or being a part of Juana. yeah i think it's a great program i mm-hmm. still think to this day that like if I ever have kids, I'll probably put them in Awana for a little while. But yeah, yeah, there was a lot though that we had to deal with during those those years. But we were also in high school, so yeah, well, yeah, we're Junior in high school, so yeah. there's like high school drama going on along with drama with the leaders. I remember that was a thing going on. Um, the changing of leaders constantly. Um, oh my gosh, yes. But in hindsight, and I guess we can kind of start our conversation off with this is seeing how because in Awana for for those of you who don't know Awana basically is like a bible program mm-hmm. and but it's for kids when you reach a certain age like you're a teenager like a young adult you are no longer a part of the Awana program for children you become an LIT which is basically just leader in training train yes. uh in training and the program is designed to put young kids young adults into positions where they are forced more or less <laughs> which isn't a bad thing of course forced to take on leadership roles and giving them responsibility mm-hmm. now one of the benefits of dealing with excuse me of dealing with the leadership role and being open to responsibility is getting to see the people who are above you who are leaders mm-hmm. start to mess up <laughs> <laughs> or change their leadership style or yes. it it not only are you learning to be a leader you're learning from people who are in leadership uh positions and learning you know what i don't like the way that person does it mm-hmm. i like the way this person can i say names on here i i won't i won't say names of the people specifically of, of, of that were wrapped up in the drama not okay. that i not that i share any resentment towards them like i'm thinking of yeah, individuals go for it. and go for it now those people and all the drama surrounding like who was the commander at the time mm-hmm. like again no resentment towards them whatsoever as a matter of fact i totally i i understood their side of the, the whole well thing. we're dealing with this we're dealing yeah. with um this youth pastor and you know what we're just gonna leave blah 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 and so that was kind of a well okay as, you know as a young adult where you're learning how to be a leader you're mm-hmm. like well i don't i don't want to be involved in that either yeah. And so you kind of store that away for later. But then, like, Mr. Wolf, mm-hmm. who was our, um, I guess, the study leader yeah, led... for the young adults every Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he led the study time. And, like, um, I mean, you wouldn't necessarily call him pastor. But yeah, I, he... I was, I was, I almost did. And I was like, <laughs> wait a minute, he wasn't a pastor. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, he does that kind of stuff at the jails yes yeah and i remember that yeah but he's not a pastor yeah but i remember being a young a young adult and being exposed to how he Mm -hmm. not only led Mm -hmm. but talked to people Mm -hmm. and talked to young adults yes and of course that comes from his experience in juvie yeah and i remember 
you know what? I don't want to be like these people. Mm-hmm. I also don't want to be involved in this drama. I want to be like that. Yeah. That to me is, that's leadership that people like. Mm-hmm. And people recognized it. Like, oh, okay, oh, like he, he's able to talk to kids. He can talk to adults. He can talk to literally anyone. And I guess that was probably one of the earliest, well, for my young adult life. I wouldn't <laughs> say my life in general, but uh, when it comes to communication. Yeah. How to do it with people, especially mm-hmm. in a church setting. So. Oh, yeah. He was definitely, he, he still is. He's mm-hmm. still so good at doing that. Um, like, he'll he'll catch me randomly um, on Sundays or whatever, <laughs> and she'll be like, Hey, Tiffany. I'm like, hi, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine he does that. Hey. Yeah. It's, it's, hey, Tiffany. So, uh, you good? Yeah, exactly. Oh, or I'm like, good. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> or how are you doing today, young lady? Oh, I'm great. Well, I'm like, glad to hear he's still. Yeah. He's still kicking. He's uh, really good. Tell him I said hi. I will. Said, have him listen to the episode. Uh, I will. Like, hey, we were talking about you. You should listen to this episode. Yeah. I remember. I remember one of the earliest inter, in, uh, introductions I had because when I was younger, of course, you remember. I didn't really know what the hell I wanted to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Like I knew. I think I, none of us did. I, I knew to a point. Well, we can we can go into that. Okay. <laughs> um, as a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure that'll probably play in the communication. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the earliest. Um, exposures that he gave to me was at the time I was interested in being uh, going into firefighting Mm. and I remember he took me to do like a walk around of City Hall in Marina Valley yeah Um, and I got to meet like the drug enforcement police officers I got to meet some of the juvie police officers he walked me around there was like hey this is this is this this is this and I, I don't remember if we met any firefighters but the reason why that sticks out to me is because i remember meeting some of the drug enforcement guys he's like yeah these guys are with drug enforcement mm-hmm. they're on their way out right now to go do a warrant or something like that oh. and one of the cops i don't know what his name was but he was like <laughs> oh you're with rick like, yeah yes sir yes sir oh okay that's cool you want to be why you want to be a cop or what i was like no really don't <laughs> not really about that life he goes and he, I remember he picks up a shotgun and he's like, so what do you want to do? Well, I'm looking into firefighting or maybe the military at the time. It's like, mm-hmm. I've always wanted to be a Marine. And he goes, hmm, both of those options sound better than being a cop. I'd stick with those. And he walks out and Rick just looks at me like, <laughs> hey, he's just being real with you. That is so <laughs> And I was like, oh, well, okay. So I guess I'll just stick with what I'm doing. I'll try to become a firefighter. And um, that eventually moved into the military, yeah. and the military completely, completely changed my outlook on everything. Everything, yeah. from communication <clears throat> to envy to <laughs> singleness to, um, especially being exposed to other people that don't believe in the same thing that you do. Yeah, that is the biggest. Like, oh yeah. Whoa. Um. So yeah, I'll, I'll wrap up my little section with that because <laughs> I could ramble on about it and I know how we are. So. I know. we. We're, I'm going to warn everybody, this episode is going to probably be just as long as the last one or longer. I mean, we're not nine minutes in. We're nine minutes in and that was just we'll, an intro. We'll do, we'll do our, ladies and gentlemen, we will definitely do our best to keep this <laughs> under an hour or maybe around an hour. I don't know. I don't know. We talk a lot. And we do. We've known each other forever, so it just flows, and it's just, yeah. So, fair warning. We have no idea how long mm-hmm. it's going to last. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's a really good point, though, about communication in the military, like, specifically. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know. Talk more about that, though. Like, what did you mean, like, more specifically about how the military helped <clears throat> you with communication? Well... See, here's uh, here's the thing, and I was I was thinking about this a couple months ago because it's it's one of those situations where when you're put into it, you don't really think that much about it. Like when mm-hmm. you join the military and you go to boot camp, you're not thinking about what everyone else is, yeah, what they believe in. You're not worried. Like, oh, are you are you a Christian? Are you Buddhist? Are you this that? No, like you don't. There's no time to think about that. Mm-hmm. So, and I think it's designed that way to 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 a point. Mm-hmm. I think it's designed that way on purpose. It's designed to all of these things that you worry about when you're a civilian, they don't matter anymore. 
What mm-hmm. matters mm-hmm. is the ability to function as a group. Yeah. Despite, <laughs> I I literally <laughs> went to boot camp with people mm-hmm. who had never seen a black person before. Not because they were racist, but because I know that'll be a thing, right? Yeah. But because <laughs> they grew up in like north, uh, uh, like the 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 like north northern New York, basically oh. Canada, where there's there's no honestly yeah. there's. There's just no black people before. Yeah. And I remember a kid in boot camp was like, dude, I hadn't seen a black person until I went to MEPS, which is the the uh, the the processing mm-hmm. the processing facility for before you go to boot camp. Yeah. Was like, that was the first time ever. And, uh, and that concept to me was so different. But again, that's the beginning of the priming of you're going to meet people who this is their experience. Yeah. You're going to meet people who... They grew up hating this these type of people, or this race of people, or this religion, specifically. Mm-hmm. Especially for War on Terror era, you know? Yeah. I remember in boot camp, my senior drill instructor, at one point we were all sitting sitting down, you know, uh, I think this was like, maybe my fourth day in boot camp, we're all, in, you know, sitting down, it's Indian style or whatever, although I don't know if you can call it that anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs> sitting down Indian style. I remember, I, I think We're he not had PC, to, okay. yeah, he had to ask some questions about like, who here is Protestant? You know, me. Oh, okay, yeah. Who here is Catholic? Oh, me, me, me. Who here is Muslim? Yeah, nobody raised their hand. And you know what my senior instructor said? He was like, huh, good. <laughs> no. And I remember just sitting there like, oh my gosh. Like, trying really hard not to laugh. Oh, yeah. But he, I get it, you yeah, know? Like, no, I get it too. 20 years of... That 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 is the ideology that you are fighting against. So mm-hmm. I can understand where that came from. But again, it's we could have we could have very easily have been around another kid that thought that way, that believed in that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. And you know what? When you leave boot camp, guess where you head? Combat training, quote unquote, combat training. Yeah. And that well, this is Marine specific. Let's keep that in mind. I yeah. don't know what the Army does. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Navy doesn't have something like that. Uh, so you you, you you're you're furthering your training, but now you're more focused on working as a unit together. Yeah. For the per express purpose of moving to contact, fighting the enemy, winning battles, outmaneuvering them, and etc. And again, you're given an opportunity, or you're put into a situation where you're not allowed to think about. Man, that guy believes in something different, than, and I have a problem with that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All that yeah. matters is winning the battle. Yeah. Then you move from, once you complete that, then you go to your school. So for me, Cannoneer School, which is in Oklahoma, I had never been to the Midwest before in my life. Oh, no. Until I went to Oklahoma. And I remember Ooh. stepping off that plane. I, it was a, a, a little mini charter plane we got on. Like, yeah. We went to Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, okay, we're probably going to get on some, like, big airline and go to... No, man, you're getting on this little, like, biplane. <laughs> you're going to be sitting in the back. And we're going to oh, land geez. at literally this dumpy airport with, like, the smallest airport lobby I've ever seen in my life. And Wait, we got where off. did you fly into? I honestly, I don't remember. Oh, okay. I, I honestly don't remember. I just it's remember tiny. being like, it's some it's podump, I don't know where, tiny airport. I, as a matter of fact, I think we're like the only airplane that flew in. Like, yeah, you're about to check into your unit. Oh, so now you're at the schoolhouse. And I had never been around so many rednecks in my, quote, unquote, rednecks in my life. Excuse just, me. Just every, <laughs> most of the guys there are white redneck dudes from the midwest that yeah. just oh well i grew up around here so it'd be cool to come back here for school cool okay. nothing yeah. you know no, and that's when you start you get a little more time a little bit more freedom you're allowed to you know hit the town quote unquote Lawton, Lawton, oklahoma yeah hitting the town on that is not anything super special you know it's like but a bar. <laughs> get, being able to freely hit the town which yeah. you weren't able to do before mm-hmm. now you're being exposed to a culture that as a Californian, I've never been around these people before. <laughs> All my taxi drivers were hick redneck dudes mm-hmm. in overalls. Like, hey, where is she? Where is she? Where are you going? Where are you going, Dushani? Oh um, uh, I, w- I want to go to like, I can't remember, Scooters? Was it Scooters? I can't even remember what the bars were. Like, at the time, <laughs> like, I want to go to this bar. All right. Yeah, you definitely ain't from around here, are you? Oh, no. No. How could you tell? Well, you look like a damn Californian. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't know what to say. Well, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> so that's the first. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. These are different, different beliefs. These are different people, different lifestyles. Mm-hmm. And then you hit the fleet. So you're okay. done with school. Mm-hmm. And everything that you've learned up to this point, you should be ready to hit the fleet running. Yeah. And yeah, that didn't happen for me. When I hit my fleet, my whole unit was actually, <laughs> I still remember to this day, the day I hit the fleet, November 7th, 2013. Oh if I remember gosh. correctly, if I remember correctly, it was a Friday. Now, I I look for anyone <laughs> listening to this who is a Marine, that's around our birthday time. Yeah. So when I hit the fleet, almost all of my unit was in Vegas <gasps> for the Marine Corps birthday. <laughs> no. There was only like two, two sergeants and two corporals. One of my buddies was there. Uh, no way. He was one, uh, my buddy Whitkin. Uh, I don't know if I can say his name. I don't know if he's gonna care. Uh, Oops. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, he was one of the first Marines that I met in the unit, mm-hmm. and he just came out, salty mustache, messy hair. He came out in a robe, and he was going to the vending machines. Like, what's up, boots? Where are you guys from? Like, oh, California. Like, oh, okay. Of course you'd be from California. <laughs> you probably chose to come back here, huh? And I was like, actually, no. Oh, I think I, I think I wanted to go to a Hawaii, a uh, Hawaii station. And then I put like 29 Palms as my second choice. Yeah. They stuck me there. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm like, oh, he's from California. Yeah. Let's stick him out there. And yeah, from the moment I touched down to 29 Palms, what's interesting about being in 29 Palms for me specifically <sighs> is as a Californian growing up around specific people who to a point, they share the same ideologies and the same mm-hmm. beliefs and the same morals. Now here I am in familiar territory, California, but in an environment where everyone still is vastly different. Oh, yeah. I knew people who were Hmong. Mm. So they were like, if I remember correctly, forgive me if I'm butchering this. (laughs) I had friends who were Hmong. So they were like from China or the China area who were descendants Mm -hmm. from like Mongolia. Oh. I knew people who were Buddhists. I knew people. My best friend is an atheist. Mm-hmm. Um, who, when I met him in the fleet, he was a sergeant oh. and I was a PFC Ooh. and Levi, shout out to my friend Levi Story. <laughs> and he's, okay. a, he's an atheist. And uh, you yeah. know what? It, many times, not just him and I, did we have conversations about, well, you believe in this? Well, why do you believe in that? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, and I'd be like, well, you're an atheist. Well, why, why, why do you believe that there's no God? Well, I just, uh, I. I believe in a higher, to his, to his words, I believe in a higher power. I believe there's a higher power, but I don't want to be, I don't want to have my life governed by a higher power. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. And Mm -hmm. being able to be exposed to these people who think so differently. Yeah. It really, it forces you to communicate with people who think differently. Mm -hmm. It forces you to live with and tolerate (laughs) and drink with and um, have trust in these people. Mm-hmm. Where in the normal world you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't you think twice to. about it. yeah exactly so yeah that was the first big step for me into ah wow there are some really interesting people here I I still have friends that I talk to to this day and they were in the military with me and you know what I didn't know till the day I got out that they were homosexual wow. and I was like I was like wait it's like wait you're you're gay yeah and he was like. Yeah, dude. Wait, you didn't notice? And I was like, <laughs> I never, no never, offense, but yeah. I never really needed to think about it. I didn't, I didn't see you as me needing to worry about your sexual orientation first. Mm-hmm. You were my brother first. Yeah. And he goes, I still remember this day. He was like, oh, I, I mean, I tried to make it somewhat obvious. <laughs> He's like, but you know what? Thank you for, thank you for seeing me as just as being me, me first mm-hmm. and not really worrying about that. He's like, I can respect that. Hey, yeah. You know what? And I think in today's society we've lost that. Oh yes. Um, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a very thorough explanation, but I love that you mm-hmm. go through all of that because, well, one, it helped me track with where you were going, but mm-hmm. also can help whoever doesn't know you. Like, well, it, well, the reason why I kind of went into it is anyone who hasn't been in that situation can yeah. understand what leads up to you being able to be around people who you think. Well, these people should think similarly than me, mm-hmm. but they probably don't. I mean, mm-hmm. think about, just for instance, nothing against it. Think about the church. 
Mm-hmm. You're around at nothing, nothing against the, the church, nothing against religion, nothing against Christianity, but I guarantee you the typical person that goes to church every Sunday, the person that you're sitting next to on Sunday morning, they probably don't believe all the same things that you do. Yeah. They probably disagree with some serious that. issues that yeah. you you don't that you don't have an issue with, but they may have. And you don't there's no way to really know unless you do what we're doing. Yeah, unless you talk about it. Exactly. <clears throat> so that was funny that you brought up the church because I was straight up gonna go there. So thanks for that segue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> hey, cheers. I'll drink to that. Drink to that. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. Okay. That sounded weird, but that's okay. <laughs> um, but no, you bring up a great point, though, because we go to church every Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Or usually. And yeah. that That's usually the, yeah, yeah. what we shoot for, right? <laughs> we, we, we try. <laughs> uh, sometimes we're heathens, right? But, oh, absolutely. You know, <clears throat> and you can sit there and you can know somebody your, your whole life. Yes. Right? Because there are people at that church that I have known forever. Mm-hmm. Right. But it wasn't until I grew up and started asking questions mm-hmm. that I realized how different we were mm-hmm. on some found some foundational stuff, mm-hmm. which isn't differences aren't always a bad thing. Yeah, no, it was not. It wasn't a bad thing in some scenarios. Other scenarios, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't going to go that path. <laughs> well, we're going to just deviate. OK, anyway, but yeah, so. It's not a bad thing, it, but that's the hardest part, though, is when people don't know how to communicate mm-hmm. those yep. differences. Yep. And, or like when you're having a discussion and somebody gets defensive, I'm very bad at that. Yeah, I think, uh, I, I, I would argue that I think a lot of people are. And mm-hmm. the reason why is because the society we live in, it just, it kind of encourages, will you believe in this? Well, you're entitled to your, yeah. your beliefs. But with that comes, well, you're entitled to your beliefs therefore no one should be able to challenge it no one should be able to talk to you about it no one should question it no one should Mm -hmm. which that doesn't make for a good conversation no period whatsoever no and and think about all the kids out there nowadays Mm -hmm. you know 18 and under who are being taught that people that think differently than you well you know what you can't oppose that that their viewpoints you can't oppose where they come from you can't oppose why uh, Johnny Rotten Socks believes that the earth is flat or that the sky is actually purple. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What makes for good conversation is being able to meet people that believe the sky is purple mm-hmm. and acknowledging, you know what? You're free to believe that the sky is freaking purple. We, I, I really don't care. But here's why it's not purple. <laughs> and encouraging that conversation to take place. Yes. Civilly, of course. Mm-hmm. But nobody knows how to do that anymore. No, nobody does. Because you know what? Everyone's feelings are fine. Everyone's everyone's beliefs just whatever. How dare you? How dare you believe that? Did you hear about the? <laughs> I was waiting to talk about this. Oh, I've been needing okay, to talk ahead. about this with somebody. Go ahead. Did you hear about? This came out I think last week. The chick, who is, she's a college student, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> she's suing a college. I might be butchering the story. She's suing a college because one of her professors refused to acknowledge who she chose to identify as, which is a cat. She identified as Catkin. No way. And the professor was like, I'm not doing that. That's ridiculous. No And so now she's suing the school. For those of you who can't see, which is all of you, I'm I'm doing lots of hand gestures and going, what? You're not a cat, though. Okay, okay. But I identify as a cat. Well, see, here's the thing. Sure. You want to identify as a cat? Go right ahead. But I think it should be up to the instructor to go, you know what? If you want to identify a cat, the next time you come to class, there will be a cat bed outside with little cat treats. And that's where you sit. Cats aren't allowed in my classroom. Yeah. What? No, 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 no. You want to be a cat? You'll be a cat. Yeah. But cats, cats are cats. They're not people. So you they can't sit here and try to identify as one. Yeah. And then try to sue the school. Cats don't sue schools. Like, <laughs> oh my God. That, okay. that is the result of when we treat everyone yeah. as, a, you know what? Everyone's untouchable. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I actually heard a story similar to that, but it was a young kid at an elementary school. Mm. And okay. The, and the teacher, I kid you not, asked, um, oh, so is there a litter box in here? 
Sorry. Why did you say the punchline when I was drinking? Because this makes for hilarious recording. True, true. Yeah. <laughs> this just shows who you and I are. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> I was like, she did not. Mm. But at the same time, I would have done the same thing. I mean, how do you, <laughs> how do you sit there as, this was a substitute teacher, okay? This mm-hmm. isn't even her actual class. It's a substitute teacher. Okay. So how do you sit there as a substitute and, like, not say something, right? So this kid mm-hmm. gets up and leaves the, leaves the room, and then when she, um, the principal is leaving for the day, or the Sorry, when she was leaving for the day, the principal mm-hmm. called her in and was like, okay, well, we need to have a little discussion because you didn't, um, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't know what you were going to say. Yeah. You didn't, um, you didn't. You didn't address said named individual by their preferred, preferred identification. Yes. Yeah. I would like to say pronouns, but I feel like identifying a, pro- a cat doesn't. Yeah, it's not a pronoun. Um, it's anyway. a noun. Like, <laughs> Cat. It is a thing. That's okay. like when I go around choosing to identify as a tack helicopter. Like, it's not a pronoun. It's a thing. <laughs> you oh will address God. me as... <laughs> and if you don't, I'm going to sue you. Like, how oh ridiculous God. is that? You I know? know. But, okay, so... So then she left, like, left the school and was, like, basically, like, okay, well, I can't go back to this school anymore. This is another school that's off my list of places I can sub. And I'm like, when did hmm. when did we get there? When did we get from this place of being able, you know, to have these conversations with people mm-hmm. and figure out why do you want to identify as a cat? Not that I think you should, but mm. ask the kid why, right? Because if he can tell me why, okay, maybe maybe we'll have that maybe discussion. Maybe there's some, maybe there's just a kid out there who just wants to troll his teachers because he knows he can get away with it. Honestly. Exactly. I, this kid was meowing. Kids are kids. Yeah, yeah. I remember what it was like being a stupid 15-year-old and thinking that I could troll adults. Mm-hmm. You can't because, see me right now, but I'm shaking my head. Yeah, yes. like, <laughs> <laughs> who's to say some kid doesn't go to school knowing full well there's a substitute teacher there and goes, I'm going to mess with the substitute teacher. Yeah. Meow. Meow. <laughs> meow. Like, get the... Oh, man. I couldn't be a substitute teacher. I'd be like... <sighs> Hey, 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 get outside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cats aren't allowed in here. Go catch rats. <laughs> I would have done this. And then I would thing. get a call by the parents. Yeah, like, exactly. I know. But it's just I don't I don't understand how we how we get from this how we went from this place of okay, we can talk about things and have intelligent conversations mm-hmm. with people no matter their age. I mean obviously if they're really young it's different, but you can have conversations with people to all of a sudden you can't even talk about it because you're gonna hurt feelings mm-hmm. or whatever. But then that still takes out teaching kids how to communicate things. Because, again, maybe this kid has something else going on. Yes. From the background that I've come from, okay, Mm -hmm. right? I have a psych degree and I have my master's in social work. Mm -hmm. I had, um, you know, patients that were, well, clients that, you know, have Mm -hmm. dealt with all kinds of different trauma and stuff. And so I was in that realm. To me, Mm -hmm. when I hear a kid doing something like that, that's screams trauma yeah so that screams he's got something else going on whether it is if it's just him being defiant or he's got something else going on so why can't i go up to him and be like hey what's going on with you but if i approach him that way mm-hmm. even that is not that's not appropriate how, how, how dare you walk up to a kid and ask them yeah well not walk up a kid that that's implying that someone in your position is allowed to approach children in this mm-hmm. way but let's say, for instance, you yourself were put into a school mm-hmm. as like, oh, you're the school psychiatrist. Yeah. Then I think it's absolutely your oh, responsibility yeah. to be like, this kid is exhibiting behavior that, <laughs> again, <laughs> I it's weird saying it because I know how society is nowadays. Yeah. Where they wouldn't allow you to sit there and go, this kid is exhibiting behavior that isn't normal. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the rest of society goes, ah, 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 but it is normal. Mm-hmm. And you can't say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Once again, waving my hands and going. <sighs> yeah, which is part of the reason why I'm like leaving my career path. Hmm. Career air quotes. Um, because of that, it was so hard to be in that situation mm-hmm. and being like, okay, I can't say anything. Honestly, it is. It. I I know I threw up the air quotes, but I maybe I shouldn't have like. Yeah. It, it's a good career path, but yeah. 
the way that they expect they, you know, <laughs> whoever it may be, the way that they expect that career path to, to behave mm-hmm. is not conducive to how people in that career path should be treating their patients mm-hmm. or their clients mm-hmm. or customers. Like, I, I don't yeah. know what you want to call it. Yeah. But let's be honest here. They very well could be just customers. Mm-hmm. And that's why someone in your position who knows this type of behavior is not right and we should do something about it. Yeah. There are probably people in your position who go, they say that exact same thing. But when their boss says, ah, leave it alone. Yeah. It's not worth it. A lot of people will go, well, in order to keep my livelihood, I'm just going to go along with it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Calling yourself a catkin is totally fine. That is how we got to here. Oh. I, <laughs> I see where you're Came going. right back around. <laughs> Nip that in the bed, I tell you what. <laughs> no, that, that's exactly how we got here. It's just, it. Don't even get me started. Don't no, even we're going to, we're going to, we're yeah. going to pull away from that because we're going to get too political yes. and I don't want to get political. Um, <laughs> but it can be so fun. Mm, oh, oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> don't get me wrong. <gasps> I'm not a fan of politics as much anymore either, but politics mm. can be, it, politics runs the conversation now it yeah. runs the table and it does the only reason why it runs the table is because every single person and their mother literally mm-hmm. on facebook thinks that they are now a p- political professional mm-hmm. and now these people <laughs> i'm gonna stop sorry <laughs> no, this will be for your podcast yes 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 uh spoiler alert spoiler alert he's, he's gonna have his own podcast okay this is basically me just feeling out <laughs> What how, it's like to how? be on a podcast, right? <laughs> it's so much fun, right? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It, just a quick little side note. I've tried. I've I've been trying so many different variations of how to do it. I'm just not happy. Not wow. happy with it. I I don't like talking to myself. Nothing. Nothing against you. Yeah. I think. I think that works good for some people. I I prefer this. I prefer sitting across the table from somebody and. Looking at them, mm-hmm. reading facial expressions, and letting the conversation that unfolds be heard by everybody else. Because it's, way it's, more fun. Mo- it's more fun, but whoever is listening to this can now put themselves in that position and go, they're mm-hmm. saying what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Or they're saying, oh, I remember I was talking to somebody like this recently. Mm-hmm. That's a good, you yeah. know, just, again, my position is, People have forgotten how to talk to each other. Yes. We really haven't. No. <laughs> so let's let's roll with it. Let's, let's take talk. that and crank it up to 11, homie. Let's go. <laughs> this is why I've been like trying for weeks. Mm-hmm. It's your, you, I'm going to tape what I was going to say uh, <laughs> to get you over here. <laughs> Because I was supposed to be over here last week and te- woo, <laughs> you, I knew yeah. you were, I knew you were gonna do it, and I was like, it's yes. okay, it's okay, because again, I've known you forever, mm-hmm. so I knew it was gonna happen. I wasn't bitter about it. I was like, it's cool. I'm off this week too. Let's figure mm-hmm. this out. Yep. Um, but see, that's communication. Yes, exactly. Even though it wasn't like, yeah, it's just well, it's more communication, also feel familiarity. Because yes. I know mm-hmm. how you are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> and I say that with love. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Trust me. Um, very little offends me anymore. No, right? You gotta I remember, know. we're 90s kids. Like, there's very little that offends oh, us now. Like, oh, I know. 80s baby. I'm an 80s baby, but 90s kid. Yes. But Exactly. Yeah. No. So, anyway. I, mm. That's why I wanted to get you over here, though. Because, mm. yes, I can sit and talk. Because I like to talk. Like, Doing my podcast by myself is kind of like my own little therapy. Of course. Like in a, in my own little way, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but at the same time, it's so much more fun to sit and talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. I and... think I think one of the benefits of, if I can just trail off here for a second. Yeah. I think one of the benefits of having a discussion with yourself mm-hmm. is having the discussion with yourself helps you rationalize your thought process. Yes. But also your reactions to certain things. A lot of your episodes do that. Mm-hmm. A lot of your your podcasts that you talk about, you put yourself in a situation where you are literally telling yourself in the podcast, you know, when this happened, I reacted this way. Yeah. And you know what? I shouldn't have reacted that way. Nope. <laughs> that right there is rational. You're rationalizing your actions. Mm-hmm. Granted, it may be um, in hindsight, mm-hmm. but you know what? Hindsight is a great teacher. Oh, yeah. Hindsight can prepare you 
and prime you for how to react the right way the next time you're put in that position. And you know what? Some people, they, they're put in that position mm-hmm. where, oh, man, I was so wrapped up in my emotions. I was so wrapped up in envy. Um, this group of people that I've been friends with forever who's in a different place in life, you know, they're, they're doing these things. It, yeah. Being able to talk to yourself mm-hmm. helps you rationalize and work through that. And some people need to do it. That's why men. <laughs> that's why men, when they're in the car alone, talk to them. They talk to themselves. Yes. Not physically, not audibly, <laughs> but we sit there. Yo, <laughs> we sit there and go, man. If I was, it, it, we do that. Like, <laughs> that's why we take so long showers. Men don't need ten minute long showers. No. We need four minute showers. Yeah. All we clean is face, pits, groin. That's it. <laughs> Maybe our butt. I don't know. It, it depends. <laughs> we don't need to clean everything. But yeah. we stand there in the shower and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. We play out a whole movie in our head by the time we turn the water off. <laughs> oh my God. It takes us five minutes of standing in the shower to realize, you know what? This water is really, really hot and I'm burning. Turn it down a little bit. I'm melting. Yeah. No. Okay. That's so funny because I do that, but I sometimes will... I know it's gonna sound crazy, but I mm-hmm. sometimes will talk audibly to myself when I'm in the car. Yeah, but wrong with that. I'm like, hey, I'm would... on the phone. They don't know that I'm not on the phone. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But I also, but see, like if at night, like I'm replaying my day, like I didn't get that time mm. during the day to like yes. kind of replay how things are going. That's what I do in bed, and that's why sometimes I text you really late at night. <laughs> You're laying there like, <laughs> on your back, like, man, that that waitress at Chili's was whack, bro. <laughs> And then, and then a minute passes and you're like, why the hell did I think of that? Where did Seriously. that come from? By the way, can I say hell? Yeah, you're yeah, fine. Okay, okay. You're, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. I, I, I will love... keep, I will keep myself from throwing out the major expletives, but yes. Hell's I mean, hell is a place. So hell, that... that, that is my belief. Same. I believe in hell. Same. Okay. Uh, if you haven't been listening to the podcast beforehand, I believe in hell. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But yeah, so I'll do that at night too. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'll replay things throughout the day and ha- help myself process. Yeah. Especially if something like insane happened where I got in an argument or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And then I'll sit there and reflect, okay, you should have done this, you should have done that. Yeah. But then that's where a lot of my podcast episodes come from. Of course. Is that time frame of like... Okay. Reflection. Yeah, of that reflection. Yeah. And I have been... So, I was so crappy at that, like, when I was, we were younger, right? Mm-hmm. So that's something that I've tried to work on the last... I want to say five years yeah. or so. Like, it's to really spend that time reflecting. Why did I respond this way? Mm-hmm. Who was I responding this way to? Was it something that they said or is it something from the past? Yeah. You know what I mean? What was fueling, what was fueling your it? reaction to... Yeah I, 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 yeah, I I want to say something, but honestly, it could be anything. Your reaction to literally someone cutting you off in traffic. Ooh. How you respond to that could be from, maybe you just had a bad morning. Yeah. And now you're on your way home from work, and my you're alarm like, didn't go. "Oh man!" My... <laughs> and you you're you're screaming at your dashboard. Yeah. Which doesn't do anything. The no, person can't hear you. No. But it does kind of sort of make you feel a little bit better. Of course. Because you get yes. that. You get that. You get it out. out. Yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> scream at the dashboard. Get it out. All right. I'm good. Okay, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's usually when I do my most. My most sailor moments is what I call Oh them. yeah. I'm like, no. See, I learned that I learned that from my dad though. Like yeah. growing up and my dad was driving and the slightest inconvenience. Love the guy to death, but man, the slightest inconvenience, he'd very calmly just you could literally I'd be in the passenger and you can sent you yeah. you can sense yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a uh it's like you can sense somebody's energy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes their energy it feels like an oncoming train. And so, so, especially if it's your dad, you're just sitting there like... I'm having like flashbacks to my me. own father. Yeah, I'm just sitting in the front seat, well, passenger seat. Nine-year-old me, and my dad just... <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he's screaming at the dashboard. This person, he's like, this and that, and oh, F and A, and this. Oh, man. 
my ears yeah yeah just <laughs> sorry i don't know if i did something wrong like, I know, oh, it's right. not you said it's not you it's, not you. it's this person over yeah, here quite yeah. literally for those of you who have seen a christmas story like where oh. did you learn that word yes. yeah i must have heard that word a thousand and one times from my old man it's true every time i rode with my dad i learned a new cuss word <laughs> <laughs> oh see my dad doesn't my dad doesn't normally cuss he does now Sorry, Dad, I love you. I'm just... <laughs> if you're listening to this episode, I love well, you. Well, yeah. But it, totally ca- understandable, especially once your your, exactly. your chicks are now That's chickens and roosters and they've yeah. flown the coop and you're just like, ah, well, you know what? I'm not trying to... Yeah. I'm not trying to impress anybody anymore, so... Well, it's kind of, it's kind of, kind of more what happened, but at the same mm. time, he calls them his Tourette's moments and I'm like... <laughs> We all have them. We all have them. Yeah, I know. I had one on the way here. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I did too. Before you got here, I was just like, oh, oops, my bad. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's always so funny because he'll follow it up with, I really shouldn't talk like that. And I'm oh, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but it's so funny because every time I do it, he's mm-hmm. like, that is not how a lady I've raised speaks. And I'm all... You didn't yeah. raise no lady. <laughs> no. <laughs> a lot of a lot of parent a lot of parents don't realize that a lot of what we learn from our parents is mm-hmm. just I was standing there and watching. Yep. And this is how this was handled. Mm-hmm. And I store it away for later. Like mm-hmm. I I hate to be the one to say that, but no, I can true. I can think of many times in my life where something happened where it wasn't a big deal. It really wasn't. Mm-hmm. But I stored it away for later, just like, oh, so that's the way these people react to this situation. Or, <clears throat> excuse me, this is the way this person treats these people in their life, and you store it away. And oh, yeah. And again, that that's where that that's where the inner monologue comes from. Kind yeah. of, yeah, that can that can help you. It helps you. You reflect on it. You think about it, and go, man, okay, if I was in that situation, how would I react? Mm-hmm. realistically you know? yeah we all can't we can't sit here and watch star wars and put ourselves in that situation <laughs> and go and you know what how would i react how would i react if my father was like force choking me through a wall because i didn't want to come out and come to dinner like yeah you know, exactly it, obviously we have to take some liberties with that but yeah there there's kids are absorbent kids are sponges up until oh, the up yeah. until we're probably about 16 to 18 and then we start taking the information that we absorbed mm-hmm. and we manifest it as the beginnings of who we will become when we start to become adults. Yeah. And I think, yeah, honestly, that, that, that's where the trail ended for me. So, yeah. <laughs> I think. Well, it's funny. I think, therefore I am. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. <laughs> okay. So it's funny because it leads into like a little story time. Um, yeah. Story let's hear it. Let's hear it. Time. All right. Everyone gather around. Gather around. <laughs> Sit in your bend. Let's we go. All, yeah, that's some drink. Right, cheers. Ooh, How is ice still in yours, but not in mine? Because I had more ice than you did. Oh. Yeah. You got, I got more I ice. I guess I just want did. it more straight. Yeah, no. Hey. <laughs> sexual orientation joke. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I just, I got more ice because I wanted it more cold. So, and or did you want it more watery? That too. Okay, fair enough. Um, also, yeah, never mind. That's the story. By the way, we're, not we're drinking, we're drinking Jameson whiskey. Yeah. So that's why you're hearing clanking. Clank, 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 clank. We're not we're not watering down seltzer, don't worry. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Gross. Um okay, so story time. Mm-hmm. We're all gathered around. Yep. Um so speaking of kids being sponges. Okay. <clears throat> I have two stories. Story number one. Um oh yeah, you met you met Tori. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. you met Tori for my birthday. Okay, so but you didn't meet their kids. I did not. Um so they have Killian and Ale- Kill- Killian Alexander. That's his full name. Okay, Killian and Luna. Mm-hmm. Um, Killian just turned five. Luna is going to be three. Okay. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of hate admitting this, but it's it's true. It's me. So mm-hmm. anyway, um, okay. So you know how like in Friends they'll they'll do the, this thing right to each other. Yeah. The uh. The pounding of the fists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically the substitute for, for F-U. F-U. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So that's not what we did, though. So we would all just randomly be, like, throwing up the middle Flipping fingers. Yeah, 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 Which I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> right? And so, yeah. but it was, I know some people are going to have a problem with this, but whatever. Anyway, 
it was kind of like our little like, hey, I love you thing. You know, yes. it was just kind of like a, you know, you're being a little bit of a butthead right now, but I'm not going to say. love you. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to say anything, but, I've, mm-hmm. but I still love you, right? Yeah. And so <clears throat> we would all do that each other, to each mm-hmm. other. And one day when I was working with Killian for school, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, so I told him to do something and he didn't want to do it. And he Uh-oh. just flipped me the bird. And yeah. I looked at him, and internally, I am now, laughing. Now, hold on. So, oh. for context, mm-hmm. that treatment of each other, right, uh-huh. which is friendly in nature, yeah, yeah. never involved the children at no, any point. No, 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 Got it. Okay. No. I wasn't sure if, like, ah, you're like you're, doing, <laughs> like you're doing it to Killian, like, hey, Killian, what? <laughs> No, 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 no. I mean, obviously, we did it around them in certain scenarios, but it wasn't, like, directed at them. Never directed at them. Yeah. So, he flips me off. And internally, I am dying with laughter, Mm. right? I am seriously trying not to cry because I am trying so hard not to laugh out loud. And so, I just, I looked at him and I was like, Killian Alexander. And he just, like, instantly, like, takes his middle finger and he just puts it down slow. Uh Uh-huh. And he's like, yes, TT. And I'm like, do you know what that means? And he's no. like, no. I knew it. No. And I was like, that is an adult thing. Yeah. And if we don't know what adult things are, do we do it? He's like, no, TT. And I'm like, okay, well, then what do you need to do? And he's like, I'm so sorry, TT. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. You know, blah, 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 right? And as soon as he was like, okay, I'm so sorry, I picked up my phone. I was like, oh, my God, you guys, guess what just happened? <laughs> I got flipped up by Killian. I was like, Killian just flipped me off. And they're like, oh, my God, okay, now we got to start doing it the friend's way. Like, yes. actually legit the friend's way, yeah. right? And, you know, and so they're like, okay, yeah. And it was so funny. Yeah. I was laughing so hard, though. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, my God, he did not. Like, But it was like the perfect scenario where I, he was mad at me. So he used it correctly, right? Of like, course. Where we yeah. weren't using it necessarily correctly, right? Mm-hmm. It was just kind of more like, a, <laughs> you know, whatever. Like, man, I, I'm ticked off at what you're doing, but love you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was doing it in the same way. Yeah. Yes. And so Interesting. I was, and yeah. so I was just kind of like, oh my god, that just happened. Yeah. Kids are sponges. <laughs> now story number two. Okay. So uh, a couple weeks ago, we had gone out to dinner um, with Jordan. And um, mm-hmm. Jordan and the girls, and, and the little old ladies, the little old ladies, my little <laughs> babies. Um, and so we were out dinner, and they happened to have um, one of the playoff games on, and for football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my mom and I are like, you know, super football fans, right? Of course. So we're like kind of watching it as things are going on and hyper focus. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And oh, I think I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess, something exciting happened, right? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I thought we were going to be like, oh, yeah, F, yeah. And then, mm, no. sponges. Yeah, no, so, so later, two days later, F, yeah. Like, oh, man, you can't say that. I should have, I should have recognized because okay. the weekend before, Brooklyn, my little, mm. my little baby, uh-huh. uh, she was sitting in with my mom and I watching the game from the week before. Okay. And I... Like, when I watch sports, I get all up into it, right? I'm yes. crazy. And mm-hmm. so I was just like, yeah, like, go, run, 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 run. Like, right? Mm-hmm. Two seconds later, go, run, 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 But on the next play. So, like, she registered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she registered the reaction to mm-hmm. what is going on on the screen. Yeah. But not. Like, the full. That's not even our team, homie. What do you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But smack her upside. They're like, man, what man, 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 girl, that ain't even our team. Maybe check yourself. No, no it was so funny, though. But, so, yeah. that happened, right? So, then now we're back. We're back having dinner. Yep. So, I should have should have remembered that in my brain oh, that no. she had been sponging the week before. Yes. And I, a bad play happens, and I just kind of hit my hand on the table <sighs> and suddenly say, spoiler alert, I'm going to cuss. Y'all can just deal with it. It's not even that bad, though. I, like, I just say, damn it. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, very angry, but kind of just how you did it. But I did yeah. so, like, and I just kind of hit the thing. Two seconds later, mm-hmm. across the table, she just goes, damn it. And I'm like, <laughs> did she even pound the table? <laughs> so, then, so then Jordan. I love kids, man. Like, you know, so Jordan is kind of like, she kind of looks at me and I was like, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did she just say what? And Jordan's just like, mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
My bad. Like, See, I'm telling you right now, when I become an uncle and I do that kind of stuff, yeah. probably not going to apologize. Yeah. Because that's just how Jordan is. Like, mm-hmm. Jordan will probably be like, damn it. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, damn. Oh, da- I damn. I said, damn. <laughs> Son, what I mean it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> so putting them around me, Uncle Josh would be like, I'd be like, damn it. Oh, uh, don't say that. <laughs> okay, uncle. All right. Damn. <laughs> That's what I do, though. I don't normally apologize, but I was just, I kind of, I felt bad. I was yeah. like, ah, oh, my dad. Oh, yeah, of course. I, you I, know? I, and as anyone should, because you know what? It's showing that you've, you've, Im, uh, you've left an impression on somebody else's kid mm-hmm. that I've been in that position, too. I'm like, Yo, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm no. really not good, honestly. Don't. I'm like, and I remember telling my friends at the time, like, don't, don't look at me and be like, it's okay, because no, it's honestly, not okay. it's not okay. Yeah. yeah, it's absolutely not okay. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we just forget, especially if we don't have kids on our, of our own. Yeah, that kids are sponges. Yeah, and um, yeah, we, <sighs> it was so. I remember being a sponge, man. <laughs> some Same. of the some of the stuff, I'm like, oh, so it. So it must be okay to say ass because, well, at the time, yeah. I remember, typical 90s kid stuff, right? Yeah. Ass is in the Bible, so we can say, say ass. ass. Like, no, Josh, you can't. This is me at church, by the way. No, Josh, you can't say ass. <laughs> but they say it in the. What they mean is a donkey. Okay, so. Okay, I so I mean a donkey. Mm, stupid Josh, stupid idiot. <laughs> I'll bop you in your head, kid. <laughs> Oh my god, I've been there though too. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I did the same thing. Yeah, I oh think god, I think a lot of '90s Christian kids who grew up in the Calvary Chapel, you know, mm-hmm. era, you know, well, if they say bosom in the Bible, Song of Solomon, right? Uh-huh. If they say boobs and bosom in the Bible, then I can say boo. Like, no, son, you can't say <laughs> bosom. Why? I know Song of Solomon. I know King Solomon was all about the body, dude, <laughs> and he was like, "Yo, your body's like this and that." Yeah. Son, if I ever hear you talking like that again, you will be grounded until infinity. <laughs> yes, Dad. <laughs> yes, sir. Although I got spanked. Yes, Flat out, I got sp- I got, yeah. Yeah, I didn't get grounded. I got spanked. Yeah, too. until the day my dad, I think I think he heard me cussing outside around my friends <gasps> when we were skateboarding. Oh, my God. Such yeah. a 90s kid. Oh, oh, such a 90s kid, right? Watching Bob Bernquist, Tony Hawk, <laughs> uh, Chad Muska growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said what, son? Mm. Oh, nothing. You're going to get a schwacking. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, and then I realized, you know, and I'm like, oh, wait, that's it? Yeah. And then my dad realized, oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) Oh, wait, I just said it. Dang it. (laughs) Thanks, dad. I blame you. (laughs) Sorry, folks. (laughs) (laughs) And my dad realized, oh. Well, Crap. that doesn't that doesn't work anymore. So I guess we're gonna go to Plan B, which is the grounding. So yeah, I got I'm gonna ground. take away all the stuff that you care about, yep. and which was usually going outside. I I remember that was back at. Yeah, I just, you know what I just thought of. Okay. I haven't even thought about this in a long time, but we grew up in the era where kids used to come to our door, knock on the door, and be like, "Yo, can Josh come out to play?" Uh huh. No, man. I can't. Well, why not, man? Because my parents ground me. <laughs> oh, what well, sucks? Your parents are lame. You know, dude. Like, <laughs> what? What? what a, it's so different. I, yeah, I never. I never. Uh, it's been a while since I've thought of that. Like, mm-hmm. that was the. We were the last generation of kids that, like, number one, played outside, and number two, we had kids. We would go around the neighborhood and be like, "Can so and so come out to play?" Mm-hmm. But we would also have kids coming to our door multiple times a day, like. Yeah. Hey, can uh, Josh and Jordan come out to play? Especially during the no, summer. Man. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because, you know, when you remember, we were homeschooled. Yeah. So, and I don't know how it was for your family, but the way it worked for my mom was when you're done with your work for the day, mm-hmm. you're done. Mm-hmm. If you would like to do extra work, by all means, go ahead. And usually that was like, for instance, hey, the family, we're going to be going to Six Flags on Friday. If you're not done with your school, you're not going. Yep. Okay, mom. So it was it was ultimately up to us. Again, mm-hmm. it's it's re- it was the way that my mom and dad rewarded the individualism, which yeah. I'm a very I, 
we haven't even gotten to that. I'm very much a proponent <laughs> of people's bit... individualism. You know what I mean? No, no. yes. What, what, what are we at? What are we at? What are, we're time wise. We're at 55 minutes. 55. <laughs> Fudge. <laughs> oh, we could keep going. Yeah, we okay. could. We could. Um. Oh, I mean, oh. we could stop this one and go for another one. We could go for another one. We could. But uh, I'll, I'll just wrap this up. So, yeah, yeah that was very much a, a portion of my childhood was, you know what? We're homeschooled, so mm-hmm. we go by different rules. If you're done with your school, you're done for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. So my brothers and I, what we got really smart about was waking up early, doing all our schoolwork, while all of our friends are at school for, what, six hours a day? Yeah. And we would be done before noon. Yep. We'd be done by the time lunch rolled around, and then we'd be outside playing. And I remember many times where my uh, my friends around the neighborhood, they would mm-hmm. be walking home from school and seeing me and my brothers outside playing. Yeah. Oh, man, you guys are so lucky. I'm like, ah, sucks to suck. You know, you, <laughs> typical, boy, yeah, typical boy banter of the early 2000s, you know? Yeah. Just, that was, that was, that was the normal thing for us is... We were always done with our school. Mm-hmm. We waited for our friends to come home from school. Yeah. And man, what <laughs> what a life. <laughs> good time. Well, the reason well the reason why it was good is because it forced me and my brothers to engage with each other because we were all we had. Mm-hmm. While at the same time also rewarding, hey, if you were done with your school, it, it, with you were done with the what I have assigned for you. Mm-hmm. You can now go and visit your friends, but mm-hmm. you have to be home when the light, the streetlights come on. That whole thing, streetlights, you know? yeah. yeah. And yeah. then I, I remember the day when I was old enough to stay out past the streetlights. <sighs> I too. remember that. I think it was like probably fifteen, sixteen, and then it became well. The streetlights are on. Just come home at a decent time. You can't be out all night. Like, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, Jesus, sure. mom. <laughs> Kiss me up. <laughs> yeah, and I, I wouldn't. I remember when I got out of, you know, I'm eighteen. Graduated homeschooling, which may sound weird to some people. <laughs> and I remember thinking, you know what? I'm, I'll, I'll never, never homeschool. That, that was just, this is not for me. But the older I get, the more I'm like, you know what? It, inarguable. Mm-hmm. If you are not down to homeschool, we're not getting married. We're not even dating. I'm sorry. What's the point? Okay, like, that's gonna just, have to be our next that, that, episode. That'll be a different episode. <laughs> I was I was thinking that too. I was like, that'll be a different episode. But man, what a what a benefit! And now mm-hmm. everyone else is doing it with mm-hmm. the whole COVID thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we're gonna keep your kids home from school, and everything's gonna them. be online. But now it gives the parents the opportunity to look <clears> over their kid's shoulder and be like, Yo, what? What are they talking about? Well, they're well, they're talking about. And parents are realizing now that you mean to tell me I'm spending this much money mm-hmm. to send my children away mm-hmm. for six to eight hours a day mm-hmm. so that they can be indoctrinated by another human being who is an adult, adult, quote unquote. Yeah. And then send them home to me where you have I to... have to yep. deal with them in this. In, yeah. It's yeah. Homeschooling for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll happen. Mm-hmm. It, Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So I wanted to tie that all back in, though, because you said that, you know, you were able to spend all this time with your brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is before I was born. Yeah. My youngest sister, just so. Yeah. So people know I, I'm the oldest of said number amount of siblings, <laughs> siblings. and my sister is the youngest one of all boys. So yeah. mm-hmm. I won't divulge too much information, but yeah, I don't like to do that. Yeah. No, 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 no. I get it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but Dre, I was just... my my youngest sister came into the picture with homeschooling a couple of years after we had already been already doing. It. doing okay, yeah. that's what I couldn't remember. Okay, yeah. So <clears throat> I just wanted to bring that up, like bring that back around though, because you were talking about. Um, I don't think you used the word force, but you mm-hmm. needed force to like spend that that time with your brother, Absolutely. brothers, yeah. right? Like it, it is, it is a force. It is forcing, but it's not yeah. necessarily a bad thing. No, yeah. no, no. I know. Um, but I was just saying, like, that allowed you guys to be able to communicate and deal with, like, whatever problems you might have mm-hmm. had as, you know, you amount of brothers. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. Right? But then I also like how, you know, your parents would communicate with you guys and be like, hey, this is, like, your set amount of things. We're going to do this later on, yes. like, this week. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, that's really... We just for context on the previous point, mm-hmm. we literally had season passes to different amusement parks. 
and that was used as a means as to a means. we will go to for instance Knott's Berry Farm I remember there was one year where we my whole family had season passes one of the reasons why is because my dad at the time worked for Boeing and he used to get like yo you can get season passes for your whole family for like 80 percent off you yeah. know what I mean yeah and so but my mom used that as a you know what we'll go to Knott's Berry Farm on a Wednesday mm-hmm. when no one is there. there. Yeah. No one's at Knott's Berry Farm on a Wednesday. Yep. Some kids are, but they probably skip school, which honestly, from my point of view, who cares? Honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> but that was used as a if you want to go on Wednesday, you're gonna do Wednesday's work. Oh, okay. Yeah. Otherwise we're gonna you're gonna force us all to go on Friday. Mm. Or we'll go without you. It'll be one or the other, you know? So it's again it's re it's reinforcing the family the family aspect, which, if you think about it, mm-hmm. has always been a part of our culture, American yeah. culture especially. Families have always been very tight-knit, very close, very... Think of... <laughs> I'm doing my Jordan Peterson pause. Hold on. I was like, what are we pausing for? So, if you think about it, suburban living mm-hmm. how old is this concept not that old at all it's not that old Mm-mm. what's what has been around for a long time and is proven to reinforce the family structure homestead homesteading <laughs> being around each other on a farm mm-hmm. pulling together resources of families and purchasing property rental property even mm-hmm. and then sharing it and being like hey this is this is ours as a family this is the family's property and re- again reinforcing the family structure mm-hmm. um and it's only recently in my life literally within the past what six or eight years that my family has started to do that and mm-hmm. it's it's amazing what families can do together but it's almost like city and suburban living is designed to encourage the separation of families mm-hmm. when your kid's 18 what do they do they they, they leave, leave. Yeah. Bye. See ya. And parents are, you know, parents are conditioned to think, well, your kids are supposed to be gone, which is true to a point. I'm not justifying my position, you know. Yeah. I, I left at around 20. Mm-hmm. Wait, 20? I think it was 20. Oh, 20. Ah. Uh, I feel like you were 20. I don't want to divulge too, inform- too much yeah. information about, like, family and stuff like that, but... Uh, I when I finally left was to do to do the military. Yeah. And when being in the military that's when I started realizing, man, these people that I'm meeting in the military who are a part of that structure, for instance, homesteading, they have such a good relationship with their family, mm-hmm. but it's the people who grow up in the city that not only do they not have a good relationship with their family or their siblings or their parents, but they also don't have a good relationship with their neighbors, mm-hmm. which if you go back 80 years, the, even that is a foreign concept. Mm-hmm. Back in the day when my when my parents were kids and it was my grandparents who were kind of, we're the ones who are participating the most in society. We're the youngest. Yeah. We're the, the 25 to 30 year olds who are, even back then, there was such a focus on community and we're friends with these neighbors and these neighbors, the people to our left and our right. And now, I guarantee you, if you have people come and visit here from Montana, Idaho, um, uh, even Oklahoma, certain parts of Oklahoma, they go, well, it's California. I'm going to go visit L.A. because that's where all the <laughs> movies are. That's where all the... I've had this conversation with people. That's where all the movies are filmed, man. I want to go to L.A. Okay, have <clears throat> no, fun. And then they go to L.A. and then I get the questions. Yo, why are people so rude to each other? Mm-hmm. That's why. That when you're why. living in a city, there's no... Who cares what other people think? It doesn't encourage that, mm-hmm. especially with families. So, yeah, that's why I, in hindsight, I loved homeschooling. Man. I, I didn't at the time. I thought it was lame. Mm-hmm. It's so lame. But it encouraged my brothers to, you know what? We're all different. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Get over it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, when you're all are 90 years old, Mm-hmm. Guess who's going to be sticking around? Only your family. Yeah. 
So. Exactly. And that's where communicate. Like, I just wanted to bring it all back to communication. <laughs> that's where communication comes in, too, because if you don't, you're not forced to actually communicate with the people that are in your life, like your family. Yeah. And there, obviously, there's healthy communication and unhealthy communication. Oh, yeah. But that's the topic for Nonverbal communication can be very toxic sometimes. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. it can. <laughs> um, so... You know, when you're forced into that situation, like, or those situations, you have to actually figure out how you need to communicate. What you, what I need is going to be different than what you need. Absolutely. You know, as far as communication goes, but. And that even, again, winding it back even more. Take, take what you just said and rewind it a little bit to what we were talking about at the beginning. Even if you are around people who you assume Mm -hmm. believe the same thing morally, ethically, politically. That's literally not true. Mm-hmm. You, we, God designed us, in my opinion, <laughs> I don't know about all the Calvinists listening, <laughs> God designed us to be individual thinkers and to contribute to the human cause by our individualism. And... I'm clapping. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I didn't want to do it loud. I know, it's probably... This is me clapping. But the... <laughs> Going going back to that, it's just, even though you're around people who you think think the same way that you do, mm-hmm. it's probably not true. And mm-hmm. people have kind of forgotten that. Even your parents. Oh my gosh. Well, my parents raised me this way. And da, 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 da. Yeah, they may have raised you that way, but there's still some things that you're going to be, you're going to disagree on. And you have to learn to, to deal with that's it. That's family. Yeah. Some that's families. People. Yeah. So, and you know what's sad is sometimes families don't, they don't work around it. Mm-hmm. They just kind of, well, whatever, F them, or I don't want to ever see them again, or they're not invited to Christmas party number whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. But at the end, family's all you got, and family is the perfect way to learn how to communicate with people. Mm-hmm. Because your brother, your second brother, or your youngest sister probably doesn't believe in the same things that you do. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right. Well, this has been fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. We, we didn't even get into guns. Oh, man. We should have oh, gotten no. into guns. That's going to be another one. Yeah, that'll, right. be, that'll be another. Yeah, so it'll mm. have to be another episode because right now we're sitting pretty at over an hour. See, I, t- I told y'all it was going to be a minute. It's going to be a little more than a minute. You know? All right. Cheers. Well, cheers. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me on. I yeah, appreciate thanks it. for been coming. Fun. Yeah, it was a lot absolutely. of fun. My pleasure. Yeah. All right, y'all. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you didn't, you can tell me about it, too, and we can talk. Have a discussion. All right. Have a great rest of your day. Be blessed. See ya. (laughs) Oh.